Warning. The following audio podcast may include language of an adult, nonsensical, repetitive, and quite frankly, moronic nature. On the plus side, if you watch the video version, you get to see two sexy motherfuckers. Enjoy the show. And now, coming to you live from the tri-state area and San Francisco, California, it's the best part of Wednesday, Waffle Box, with your hosts, Mike Fish and Kush Hayes. Welcome to Waffle Box, the podcast where we talk about anything, everything, and nothing all at the same time. Coming up on episode 134, we discover the worst seat you can sit in. On an aeroplane, we go boldly where no man has gone before in this week's movie review. Quite frankly, the most egotistical dumb world record and much, much more. I am Mike Fish and I am joined as always by the main man from San Fran. It's Mr. Kush. Hey, Kush, how you doing, buddy? Well, apparently I'm doing my best U2's The Edge impression. So, Kush, oh. the margin haze coming all the way from... The future home of Super Bowl 60, it's the Waffle Box, the people's podcast, celebrating the best part of Wednesdays. You accept no substitutions. You love us because we do this. We do this because we love you. Let's get producer Lathan. Evening, fellas. Just as Hello. we were about to record, a random thought popped into my head. Ooh. So, everyone talks about the Irish stereotype that they love to drink. But why yeah. does nobody discuss their drug issues without fail? Every conversation you have with an Irish person there, bringing up how much they love the crack. Why is no one talking about this? <laughs> All yes. the Irish guys I know are, are more uh, speed and coke, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure some of them have done crack. They do say that, though. They go, oh, I'm just, I'm just doing it for the crack. Like, they do, they, they'll do anything for crack. Fascinating. But, uh, but apparently, I think, I think that actually means like fun. Oh. oh, it's just, just for fun. It's for crack. But yeah, it's quite funny when you do hear Irish people talking about doing crack. Anyway, fantastic. Love it. Irish people don't speak English. What the fuck? All right. <laughs> just come just come be British with all the rest of us. It's fun. It's fun now. It's all good. It's all good. We've, it's all forgotten and forgiven. All right. Before we start political war, uh, Kush, how you been? How you been? Episode 134. Seven mm, days beautiful. since episode 133. That's how calendars work. What have you been up to? Oh, man. I finished out the newest season of Reacher on Amazon Prime. That was a good old time. And uh, unlike most of these streaming series, they actually have like a decent ending. Usually they're all usually they're all shit. But uh, yeah, man, just uh, enjoyed the series. And then I uh, actually got to go out and I uh, saw the Queen concert, uh, Queen Rock Montreal on the IMAX. It wasn't Ooh. a true IMAX where I was, but it was still, it was like, you know, this is a pretty big pick. Pretty big goddamn picture. Anyways, uh, very good time was that. So was it was this like an up to date thing? So I know mean, we talked about it last week. I think with Adam Levine. Adam no, Levine? no, no. Freddie Mercury's in this. This is oh. this is a concert. I want to say from like I can't tell if it was seventy four or seventy seven or any year in between. Um, but the movie Prior itself was death. once upon a time released in two thousand and seven, and now they re released it just for this weekend with special IMAX polish and you know tweaks to the sound to make it richer and crisper and get your bob in your head easier yeah wait did i say adam levine? adam levine's the maroon five guy right he's not he's dead adam lambert adam lambert, adam lambert. The guy. there we go okay. adam. i wouldn't know the difference i could not pick either out of a lineup unfortunately 
one looks very whiny and uh i don't know he's just adam, adam levine from room five just got one of those faces you know one of those faces where you just look at someone you know you shouldn't judge a book by its cover but i judge his cover constantly <laughs> you look like such a dick hmm. but maybe he's a really nice guy i'm sure he's a nice guy um where did i do where did i do this week oh i watched um i watched finally watched dumb money because that's on i think it's on the flicks now i think it's on flicks. okay and yeah i remember talking to you about it when you were reviewing it on this very podcast there, okay. it was it was good but yeah it was definitely missing out on the was it the, the big short style it definitely needed some kind of fun explanation of what the fuck they're talking about yes yeah, I, I had zero idea of what was really happening. I was just following it. I understood sometimes they were up and sometimes they were down. But I, I understood that the, the evil people, you know, the oh, the investment funds or whatever the people, they, I knew that with GameStop stock going up, they lost money. And when it went down, they gained money. I understood that premise, but I didn't understand why. Like, how does yeah. that work? Why? Explain it to me. I know I'd be more invested in this movie, but whatever. It's just weird place. Like, <laughs> why? Why is? Why is Seth Rogen a bad guy? Like he's such a normal guy. Why is he not smoking weed? Hmm. Ah, that's just very strange. But yeah, enjoyable. I guess enjoyable. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, this week. Um. Right. Before we get into the to the big big news of this week, you know the big top stories. Everyone's on the edge of their seat. They want to know what's going on in the world. Um, just a bit of housekeeping, of course. Remember, if you do want to sign up to support the podcast, become an extra waffle member, you can go to enjoywafflebox.com slash extra. Uh, this week's bonus material that you'll be getting if you are listening to us on the Patreon uh, at the end of the show, you're gonna, we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're talking sports, aren't we, Kush? We're, 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 like, we're oh, big yeah. sports guys. Big sports ball coming up. And we're talking our top five sports movies. And I'm very excited to get to that list. So I'm assuming that you went the same way that I did. Did you, did you go like, okay, these are what I think are critically the best five sports movies, or did you go for your personal top five sports movies? Personal top five. Okay, cool. That's what, so we went, we went the same angle. So if anyone gets up to say, what, where did you put that in there? It's, it's, it's our favorite. This is our favorite mm-hmm. top five, not the... the but yeah, I got... I, got, I actually... Spent a lot of time on well, I said a lot of time. I spent more time on this than I thought, and I was like, oh "My God, oh. that is a good one. Oh, that is technically a good Oh, so I think I think these lists can be very interesting. Um, so if you do want to hear that, enjoy slash extra and you can sign up for just two dollars a month. That's two hundred cents. Um, if you are there, you go. Enjoy Wafflebox. My one's a. Uh, Oh, it's full of shit. Let me get in here. This I got I got a, a different design. I got a different but yeah, enjoyablebox.com. I really need to I'm I'm really annoyed at myself because I've I've made that mug, which I have, which is currently full of pens and stuff. And then I updated the logo and then I ordered a new mug with the new logo on, and then I changed the logo again. I don't think I'm ever gonna change the logo again. I think I'm happy with where the logo is now. It looks it's pretty a good. good and so but yeah, so I don't it's I, a proper I, logo. I feel weird having Proper three right mugs. Logo. Like how you get this to I don't want to have three mugs with done podcasts. I don't be weird. I don't, I don't I even know. drink that much tea. I don't. I don't. I don't need three mugs. I'm one man. I don't know if anything. You could have more merchandise on you. You get the cell phone cover. You get the baseball hat. The the, the beanie. 
since it's cold out there in in, in the jersey of you. I do have a beanie. I don't I, don't, I just haven't worn didn't wear it. I should have worn it. Maybe that's what I should be wearing it or when I go out for work. Just you know, while I'm earning the cash, mm. free publicity. So they'd be like, why aren't you making any sales? Uh, but yeah, listenership's up. That's good, right, boss? Hey. Thanks for everyone who's uh, new, and thanks for everyone who's been telling a friend. And yeah, uh, yeah man, like I said, you you love us because we do this. We do this because we love you. Judging it on a curve, our YouTube's been blowing up recently. So if you are watching a YouTube channel, appreciate you, man. Right. If you hit the subscribe button and all that stuff, what they do, Just, yeah, all that good stuff. I wonder anyway. if it's because we made fun of the disabled kids last week. Did we? I don't know. We need to stop drinking while we're recording. I feel like I was um, sober, but yeah, you're, you're still correct. But yeah, there's, so we're going to hit the top story jingle in a minute, but just to give you a little bit of heads up, I struggled this week. I really did. I thought, I thought this was going to be a really dry show because normally, I, I rely on normally four or five websites okay. that normally do me good. They normally yeah, give, give me like good two or three stories to talk about each week. This mm -hmm. week, I don't know if anything, it's just all war and famine and this person's died and, oh. So, right, these are the, up until I came across these two stories that we are going to discuss tonight, these are the top three stories that I could find. And you're going to get this in a minute. So, number one was... Number one. Number one. Thank you, Nathan. Loose horse rounded up on Tennessee Highway. Okay. Number two. Number two. Iowa man's shark sculpture becomes local tourist attraction. <laughs> Do we know what part of Iowa? I have family from Iowa. That's all. I, 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 you think it's, what, you think it's your family? Are they, are they big shark fans, your family? No, but I bet they know this guy, and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, Jerry, <laughs> he spent months on that fucking thing." It's crazy, I'll let you know, later. Um, and number then three. number three, number three was Australian woman wins world ugliest lawn competition. <laughs> I actually saw a photo of this woman's ugly oh. lawn. And what you will be like? shocked to find that they used the term lawn incredibly liberally. It's literally just dry dirt with a couple of weeds popping up to say hello. Okay, yeah. I, I, I know several lawns like that just down the street, honestly. Yeah, it's just... It's, Is there a car... What, do we know if there was a car parked on uh, said lawn? No, it was, it was just a picture of, as Lathan pointed out, just a bunch of dirt with a couple of shitty... Mm -hmm. It's a great, and then yeah. just her in the picture doing the yeah. you know the I don't know emoji like Meh. oh dear is she doing the Kevin James gimmick where she's like oh my bad I, I don't know I, I'm I just, uh, now I'm kind of looking into I don't know if, is, is there a prize for world's ugliest lawn well I imagine this was Australia re regional to Australia only like they, they weren't going into Lompoc California and again finding the lawn with the dog shit and the car parked on it. Rest in peace, Lompoc. Well, now I'm looking into it. So apparently the competition is organized by the town of Gotland in Sweden. Sweden? What's, yeah. What's Sweden knowing about shitty lawns? Uh, so this is how, because God damn it, Sweden, you're too damn beautiful. You know, let's all make it fun of other people's ugly shit. 
I, I sincerely think whoever was on this board just wanted a vacation to Australia. And they're like, oh, there's a lawn we can shit on. So there was you know, a prize. There was a prize in the world's ugliest lawn competition. 500 quid. I would have, I would have taken that. So, so as the winner, she was awarded with a pre-owned t-shirt bearing the phrase proud owner of world's ugliest lawn. (laughs) Which I bet she didn't get to keep. It was just for the No, yeah, by the sounds of it, if it's pre-owned, I'm sure it's like, right, give it back. We're going to give that to next year's winner. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't want to. If, if someone can't do the bare minimum, look after their lawn. I don't want to borrow their t-shirt. Ooh. Right? I doubt they wash it either. Exactly. Sweden, this is weird. This is really weird for you, Sweden. Why are you being weird, Sweden? Sweden. I was going to do an accent. I want to do an accent. I always, I always think about doing an accent. If you could do a Swedish accent, I'd be very impressed. Because I don't know. I've worked with a couple Swedish women. I would, yeah, can pick it out of the lineup. Oh, Kush, I'm from Sweden, yes. Oh, you're very sexy, yes. Is that it? That's the cartoon version, but okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hurdy, gurdy, <laughs> Well, that's the Swedish chef. Hurdy, gurdy, broody, broody. Turban flow. Back check. I'm not racist. Sesame Street is. So there you go. <laughs> Right. Well, without further ado, that we've got that. You know, let's get to the main events of this week. Uh, it's Wednesday, twenty fourth January, and here are your top stories. It's now time for this week's top stories. Ah, we still need the bubble graphic. We do. We do. Some that will come. I'm going to keep saying that till someone in the Serp Squad makes us a bubble graphic. Boom. I don't know how to. You know, I'm sure no rush. I do it very easily, but whatever. Uh, this week's first top Give story comes labor. to us from India. Ooh. Ooh, spicy. So, what ha- happened was so a malfunction on a spice jet flight, which sounds for one, it's a bit, you know, it's a bit on the nose that you know an Indian airline is called SpiceJet. But yeah, I don't feel so bad about saying spicy now when we're flying to India. It'd be like um, an what Irish airline called Potato Air. No? Mm. Okay. No. Nothing. No, anyway. you, should have, you should have gone with a Dune reference. That would have been funnier. Whatever. Anyway, so <laughs> the malfunction on this spice jet flight caused a passenger to be trapped in the bathroom for over an hour. Ooh. The man was on his way from Mumbai to Bengaluru Bengaluru, Mm -hmm. on Wednesday when he became trapped in the bathroom due to a broken lock. Flight crew members were unable to get the man out until they landed in Bengaluru. Airport technicians, when technicians intervened. The private air carrier SpiceJet expressed regret over the incident and said the passenger will get a full refund. Nice, nice. Of his fare. And just for some context, they say that he was stuck in the bathroom for over an hour. Well, the average flight time for this journey is one hour and 40 minutes. So this poor (laughs) fuck literally spent the entire flight in the shitter, which in some ways makes this story even more hilarious. Yeah, you know what? I I think if he had to be stuck in any compartment of that plane, the bathroom was the best spot. 
And it's not like no one knew he wasn't there. Like, it, I mean, they don't, I'm sure they have more than just one bathroom on this plane, but still, oh, like, yeah. people are going to be rapping on the room, like, I can't get out. <laughs> if, you, if you can get me out, I'd be happy to get out. Get me out. Knock, knock. You, you wouldn't be able to knock back at you. You wouldn't be able to have, grab a beer or a drink or anything. You'd just be sitting in there. Yeah, and you can't drink the water in the. No, no, good the door. No. They definitely say don't do that. I imagine um, that was a bumpy landing as well. Uh, I once took off in a plane on the bathroom. Oh, well, that's that was an interesting. Bad. Yeah, surely it was fine. It was fine. Um, but they, yeah, they they frown hardly about it. I was like, when you got happens, a shit, you got a shit. <laughs> better while we're taking off than uh, while we're not. So, according to other passengers on the flight, the flight crew told the man to remain calm. Mm-hmm. Not to panic. At one point, passing a note to him under the door, saying, oh. "Secure yourself. As soon as the main door is open, an engineer will come. Do not panic." You can just tell me that through the door. How thick are these doors? Yeah, why are you passing me a note, you weirdo? But also, wait, secure wait, yourself with what? <laughs> just, I'm right. Just, it might be a bumpy name, so just mummify yourself in toilet paper. The cushion and he falls. I mean, I got those handrails, thankfully, for when you need to like stand up. But uh, that's that's it. Well, um, the, the you, if you had small. that much arm room, Mike. Ooh, right, so just put your feet in the corner and the arms. Oh, you, you've got like this much, this much arm room. Yeah, I just don't know what they uh, what they would do. But yeah, that's that's. Is there any? What do you think would be worse? Like considering. You don't know how long you're going to be in there. Well, I guess this guy kind of did because, yeah, once the flight, the plane landed, some guys with a hammer were going to come in and get him out. So he, I guess he knew he was going to get out there within an hour, an hour or two. But what, what, what's, what would you say is worse? Here or an elevator? Because an elevator is normally one that people don't like. Oh, uh, the elevator by a lot. I'm not worried about it falling or anything. Like, but, but the question well, plane is. Plane could fall. The plane, the plane could fall if I'm not stuck in the bathroom either. So I'm not worried about anything falling, is what I'm saying. Okay, but if I'm stuck in the bathroom, I at least have the bathroom to use. But when I'm stuck in the elevator with who knows how many people, point. then we start point. questions happen, and I don't know that someone's going to get me out in an hour. <laughs> I do, yeah, the we're, this is not a flight that lands in one hour. This is just we're stuck here. Again, not worried about the elevator falling at all. Um, but yeah, is there, is there six of us in here? Is it just me? What corner do we use? Do we use a corner? Do we do it front of the door? Uh, I guess for this exercise, it would be, it'll be just you. You're on your own, elevator. Me on my own. Okay. Uh, still worried about the bathroom. Otherwise, uh, yeah, the elevator is the worst. The worst. have cameras as well. Uh, I don't... I ain't worried about that either. Also, if you're if you're trapped in a air, air that airplane bathroom, mm-hmm. you're definitely having some fun time in there, right? You 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 know, I need to relieve my stress here, mm. right? Depends, depends. I'm not not I'm not opposed to it, but uh, I don't know if I'm doing that honestly. Does it count as being a member of the Mile High Club if you do it no. yourself? It does not. No. No. Why not? Because that's strictly a, 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 a two or more person. Uh... Two or more? Well, 
I mean, unless it's a fun time, happy plane, it's the, it then is you, the yeah, private skies, jet, actually. maybe. It is the friendly skies. I would be, I would doff my hat and be very impressed if anyone managed to have a threesome in an airplane bathroom. Well, you definitely not fitting three people in the airplane bathroom, but one person could come out and another person could come in. Ooh, like a sexy conga. Yes. It's like that, like that scene from Airplane where they're taking one at a time, they're slapping that woman, except mm. for they're not slapping her. Mm. They are. They're, they're having lots of consensual sex. They're, they're using their consensual. fists in one, some way, but not, oh my not in there. Uh... I'm sure that scene has happened in some kind of like X-rated spoof of Airplane. Sure. Oh, yeah, most likely. Airplane porn. Good stuff. Um anyway, next top story. Right, this this is not gonna be it's not a funny story, but it's a great story because mm-hmm. I'm all for it, right? Mm-hmm. Although I don't know how much money this is gonna cost, but I guess whatever, right? So as a dog owner myself, this annoys me, right? But how often do you walk around your little neighborhood in San Francisco, right? And you see dog shit on the floor and you're like, fuck's sake, why can't someone just pick up their dog shit after it, right? Mm-hmm. All I've, the time. A, I've, I've seen plenty of it. I've seen plenty of it. Not in a minute, but I've seen plenty of it, sir. So I know I, I know what you're saying. Like I've even had the situation where I'm pretty sure I've said this, but told you this before, but I've had a situation where I've seen like poop in a bag left on there. Like you did the hard bit. You put it in the bag and you tied the bag up. Just take the bag to the trash. Leave it on the. Anyway, finally, one town in Italy. They're cracking on down because uh, the government of Bolzano City and the surrounding towns in the picturesque Dolomites region Hmm. is setting up a database of every single dog that lives in the area. So. What has to happen is every Let's dog see, owner. Fascism hasn't died in Italy. Yeah, every dog owner. <laughs> we don't talk about that bit of the situation. I guess but, not. But uh, every dog owner has to submit DNA sample of their dogs for it to be registered. Then what will happen is a dog shit found on the, on the ground will be DNA tested, traced back to the dog and its owner, and Are the owner serious? will be fined. That's... So it's I imagine part of weird, the fine it's... includes I'm... the DNA, the cost of the DNA test. This seems yeah. like a like a wild so. waste of city resources. Well, it, I guess it maybe maybe or not because it says so. Any dog owner who's found to have dog shit in a public place mm-hmm. and not been picked up could be fined anywhere between fifty and five hundred euros. I don't know what. Okay. Is it the size of the shit? I don't know. It depends I on the fifty or five hundred. I imagine the, the the more you get caught, the 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 higher the ticket gets. This story gets even more bizarre because this I don't know how they come up with this shit. So you're thinking, right? Well, if you don't want this, just just don't, just don't don't keep your dog's DNA. What what can mm-hmm. they do, right? But apparently, any owners refusing to comply and not give the DNA sample. Could be fined up to one thousand and forty-eight euros, which is very, very specific. <laughs> I don't understand where they come up with that fucking number, but there you go. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I, I'm like I. I like the fact that people that 
leave their dog shit on the on, outside, they they need to be taken to the town square and flogged. They need or to at be least have dog shit thrown at them. Yeah, or yeah, put in the in the, what are they called the stocks. things with, the stocks. Put them in the stocks and have people throw shit. And I like that idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole just. How would they know the if DNA the dog has weird. been registered? Like, is it just part of the collar now, or like, is, is there a like? How how would they know that you have you have complied with this and gotten your dog's DNA submitted? Oh, maybe it's yeah, maybe it's a special tag because I know I've been given one that I don't use, but we have a special tag that I can put on my dog's collar that proves that she's been like done for rabies and stuff, so she's clean and she's good and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So maybe they'll do that. They'll be like, hey, put this on your dog's collar. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, maybe. He doesn't really give no. us that much information, oh. but they're just crazy Italians going around. I don't know, enough about, don't know enough about the Dolomite region to know, like, how 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 out of control is this? Like, New Jersey, New York, Florida, San Francisco, Los Angeles, especially, like, yeah, man, dog shit for miles. Um, I don't know how you would enforce any of this. Also, wasn't Dolomite? Wasn't that like a black exploitation movie? Yes, it's a, it, it, it's also an ant eater. A Dolomite is an ant eater. Just the facts, ma'am. Yeah, we're learning today. Mm-hmm. What, was that was 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 that why the fella named himself Dolomite, or was it just a happy coincidence? But um, you know, is that he, slang for something? Hey, I'm an ant eater. No, he. You know, they they bring up why he calls himself Dolomite in the uh, in the Netflix movie with Eddie Murphy, but I forget what happened. But there is a reason why he's called Dolomite. I wonder if it's still on Netflix. I might have to go back and watch that again. I, I seem to remember. In, I don't remember much from the movie, but I remember enjoying it. Which movie? Dolomite with Eddie Murphy. Oh yeah, no, that's a Netflix original, and it got a bunch of Golden Globe awards. So yeah, it's it's it should be there. Willie and Edie passed about. One day I was cruising through Netflix and I saw um, what show was it? I can't remember what show it was, but it was a HBO original. And I was like, why the fuck is HBO originals on Netflix? Because Warner Brothers licensed all their content out. Oh, so they yeah, can make money. They're, they're hemorrhaging money. That's right. That's right. And apparently they're going to try to pay millions upon millions upon millions to get the NBA rights. But no one watches NBA anymore. No one gives a shit. Well, they already have it through TNT though, are but they going to and and NBA TV as well? But I think the rights are coming up for next year, so they have to renew them. Of course, okay. But here's the always oh, did word on the street because you know everyone loves wrestling. Um, not going to get too much into this, but word on the street is that apparently because WBD Warner Discovery, Warner mm-hmm. Warner Discovery Brothers, whatever Warner Brothers called, Discovery, Warner Brothers yeah. Discovery. There we go. They want as much live shit on their stuff. Word on the street is that if they don't get NBA, if they lose their rights to NBA, that they will go in for Monday Night Raw to put that on their network. Oh, uh, well, okay. And they also have the rights to all elite wrestling stuff. So WWE and AEW could be on the same network come next year. So that's a conflict of interest, and I do not see that happening. Then. Well, it depends on um, the contracts. I mean, there's nothing stopping it. 
Uh, well, again, it, and it, it, you're right. It's a, it's a whole new regime now. Because I Vince in charge. US, in charge. Was it the USFL, whatever it's called now, since they merged with the XFL? That's on the same networks as NFL. Interesting. Are they on at the same time though? No. So they're at different points of the year. Yeah. Yeah, that's not that's not a conflict of interest. Though. Well, why be a conflict of interest if Raw's on Monday night and Dynamite's on Wednesday night? Because they're two different competing companies. They are absolutely competing. The USFL and the XFL, if they're not even on the same calendar, they're, they're not competing. I thought it would be interesting. We'll see. We'll see. More on no, that because I know you guys I just don't foresee want to keep hot on the press of wrestling TV rights because that's fascinating. Um, anyway. We got the Royal Rumble coming up soon. I know. I can't wait. I'm gonna oh, that was talk. a question mark. Uh, oh, sorry. sorry. Yes, it's this coming Saturday, and I'm going okay. to a a beverage, alcoholic beverage distribution center, and mm. I'm going to be enjoying that with my resting pals. The ABDC. Very nice. Yeah. I'll write that down. <laughs> ABDC. And I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna rip off ACDC's t-shirt. I'm gonna make it a t-shirt. Oh. Boom, dude, dude. Put it on the ranch store. What? Enjoy with box.com slash job. <laughs> Spot the pod. Spot the pod. Um, speaking of people achieving, well, actually, we wasn't speaking about anyone achieving anything. But um, I guess the the government of Bolzano City are achieving things about being big brother, but to dogs because they're like, well, oh yeah, that's right, the dogs. The dogs. Um, we were talking about the dogs. Yeah, I'm. I'm happy with there being no dog <laughs> shit. I don't know. Yeah, uh, this is the right. We'll, we'll, we'll have to come back to this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but now we're gonna move our attention to people achieving things in their life by doing things that no one's done before, doing things better than anyone else did before, and then an Irish brewery gives them a certificate and they could be all proud about themselves in this week's dumb world record of the week. Why? Why? Why would I? Why? 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 Why would you want to do that? Uh, you know, I honestly uh, thought you were singing to a to a certain beat in your head there. That's why I started strumming the guitar. But then, then you just went. But it, it was a very strong start. It was a very strong start. Good. Because if it wasn't a strong start, that's another podcast you check that out. Not a strong start. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, this week's dumb world record brings to us to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Hmm. Where an outlet store has decided to celebrate its 40th birthday in a big way by creating the world's largest bobblehead. Oh, wow. So Ollie's outlet store supersized their beloved founder and mascot when they revealed a 16-foot 6.73 inch fully functional bobblehead. Fucking hell. And then I love this piece of attention in here. Just in case you're like you're thinking, right, oh my god, how big, how big is 16 oh, foot six inches? I can't I can't picture that in my head. Thankfully, this article puts that's not much shorter than the average giraffe. Oh, that's it. Boom. Oh, what really? a great point of reference. <laughs> we went with a giraffe. Great point of reference to the average man. How, compared saying, to your average giraffe, how big is this? It's just under a two-story house. What the? Why would you go with a giraffe? <laughs> where, where, 
did the San Diego Zoo make this article? Uh, no, I I'm going to start comparing more things in my world to giraffes. All right, how half half hour? How far is it to the bar? Oh, ooh, about sixteen giraffes. Yeah. Oh, there, bitches. there, there is that meme out there on Facebook where Americans will use anything but the metric system. Oh, the flavor is like, it. oh, it's like three football fields. Yeah, you come within three humpback whales of me and say that shit, stupid. Um, so apparently the store sold regular sized bobbleheads at one point and thought it would be a fun and quirky way to celebrate their birthday. Why do I feel that one day we're going to see a Netflix documentary about a guy that laundered money by spending a fuck ton of it on creating a 16 foot bobblehead of himself? This has got to be some grade A sociopath shit, right? You know, I wouldn't be surprised if that happened either. Yeah, I... I was, I was going to say, I hope, but that might be the wrong word. No, no, but the no. Way in the, the way in the, the, the article says their beloved founder, either he's dead, oh. or, yeah, that's some egotistical sociopath like that. I am I your beloved founder. <laughs> Come worship the giant bobblehead. Joke's on him. We really took it from a Bob's big boy. And then we just put a spring in the head. <laughs> we kept the whole 20,000. It was amazing. Well, just think it does give some specifications, just in case you're wondering how much time and how much effort it would make to create a fully functional bobblehead as tall as your average giraffe. So the creation took four months and included 3D modeling, hand sculpting, carving, and painting. It took 480 hours to machine cut and hand sculpt 40 sheets of four by eight foot light density foam to ensure a perfect replica of the original bobblehead. Yeah. Crafting the bobblehead also required a six foot long coil spring and 10.5 gallons of custom paint. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that seems like way too much effort and far too much money. Just set up, just put up a banner. Happy 40th birthday. Just put up a banner. Uh, yes. Also, yes. Because don't get me wrong, but I don't think this is going to do much for the store. Because, hey, don't if ever for some reason I'm in Harrisburg, I might go, let's go check out the big fucking bubblehead. But I'm not going to Harrisburg just to look at the bubblehead. No, so no, it's like, definitely a you're passing through town gimmick. So what's the point? This, this seems like such a waste of fucking money. Come in, buy some bobbleheads. Maybe, maybe find out how to get your own custom bobblehead, like fish. Well, it said they used to sell. The, I hope, I hope they brought those little bobbleheads back. Because if you're gonna go there, see the big bobblehead, you want to take a little bobblehead away with you. Yeah, I can't imagine they're not doing bobbleheads anymore. They just they have to have that the bobblehead back. That's just sure. how they started. I guess I don't know. Uh, uh, so they, yeah, I, I definitely hope it's an ego gimmick, and you know, in the spirit of ego, yeah, I would like a sixteen-foot bobblehead of myself as well. I mean, look at this. Went this yeah, big was, was to, in my front lawn. I was about to say, you're standing, you're sitting next also, to a. I'm huge. Also, like, is that like, is it blurred? For those watching the YouTube version, you can see Kush standing next to a, like a, an Oscar in his own likeness, but without the beard. But it, I don't know whether it's blurred out or if you have a sword-shaped penis. 
<laughs> so it's not blurred out. That's my, I believe that's my thigh gap. But you know what? I'm going to say it's my penis anyways. It looks like something squished it in the middle. Well, no, it's it's clear. Come on, man. Look, that's 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 that's, that's between both my legs there. But yeah, I'm going to say right here. But okay, that's yeah, my, I can see it's between your legs. But like, if you go all the way to the top of your thigh gap, there's like a kind of a blurry, oh, that's obscure a area. It's it's a statue. It's shiny. That's the reflection. Yeah, I've seen plenty of statues with penises. Come on. My penis is very shiny. Give the people what they want. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that wraps up this first half of Waffle Box. Oh, episode 134. We'll be right back. But a bum with the show quiz and movie review and all that good stuff. So stick around. We'll be right back. <laughs> Take a fresh-baked chocolate chip cookie, some luscious vanilla ice cream, another cookie, and lots of pure chocolate chips. And you have Chipwitch. It's at your grocery store, the original Chipwitch ice cream sandwich. It's outrageous! It's now time for the middle of the show quiz. So if your average giraffe is like height taller than 16 foot, why would you use that as a point of reference? That's still confusing me. Like if, yeah. if, if the average giraffe was 16 foot and they said, oh, that's the size of an average giraffe, that would make sense. But it's not. It's not even. Anyway. Welcome back to Waffle Box. Uh, it's the middle of the show. It's the perfect time if you ask me to play the middle of the show quiz. And this week's birthday boy, ooh, let's see if you know this name. I hope you do. Okay, standing by. It's Dwight Schultz's 77th birthday today. Dwight Schultz's? Dwight Schultz. Mm-mm. Ooh. Right, okay, I'm, I could give you clues to who he is, but that might ruin some of the questions. So I think I think we're just going to have to go in. We're going to have to rip the Band-Aid mm. off, baby. This is not Charles Schultz, the guy who created Peanuts and Charlie Brown and Snoop. This is Dwight Schultz. Dwight Schultz. Okay, well, let's do it. I don't know who this is, but let's go. It's good stuff, good stuff. All right, Nathan, let's just get straight into it. Hit the music. So question number one. Number one. I don't think you're going to get this until question number two, but whatever. Dwight Schultz was born in Baltimore, Maryland, which was where HBO's The Wire was set. How much does a gram of heroin cost on the streets? (laughs) It's been a while since I had to buy a gram of heroin. (laughs) $25. Uh, According to, I can't even remember which website. I actually did Google this. Uh, Apparently, it's it's around $60 to $100, apparently, for a gram. For a gram of heroin? Yeah, apparently so. Holy shit. Wow. Don't do it, kids. That's why. You can't imagine that being bigger than a gram of weed. And that's, oof. You can get that for nine bucks now. Smaller than your average giraffe poop. Question number two. Number two. Number two. Here we go. This might be where the penny drops for you. Right. Dwight Schultz played H.M. Murdoch 
in the hit TV show The A-Team okay. between okay. 1983 and 1987. Howlin' Mad Murdoch. That's what did the HM stand for? <laughs> Howlin' Mad, yeah. Oh. What? Oh, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that was correct. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a wealth of emotions here, Mike. What just happened? Oh, you got that one right. Question okay. number three. Number three. In the fictional world of the A-Team, in which war did Murdoch fly helicopters as part of the United States Army? Vietnam. He was a name. He was a name. You weren't there, man. You had to be there, name. Great soundtrack. Great soundtrack, that war. <laughs> That's the best soundtrack any war's ever had. Fantastic. Um, question number four. Number four. Dwight Schultz also ventured into space as Lieutenant Reginald Barkley mm -hmm. in which two Star Trek franchises? Oh, fuck. Well, I know he's in Star Trek The Next Generation. I'm going to guess Deep Space Nine as well. Ooh. Next Generation is correct, Amundo. Mm -hmm. uh, he also appeared in uh, First Contact, if I remember correctly. That's the movie, though, which is also still the Next Generation. But yes, but he was in the TV show Next Generation. Um, <sighs> and he also appeared in Voyager. Really? How did he do that? I don't know. Wikipedia says so. I mean, it would have had take... to have been the first episode because, you know, they're lost. Like, just, they're... just email complaints at wikipedia.com. Right, well, I, I'm questioning this this negative point, sir. I think I got this now, one right, Mike Fish. This is question number five. All right. Number five. This Gosh. might be my new favorite question I've ever come up with for a middle show quiz. Okay. <clears throat> Dwight Schultz voiced Constantine in the movie Barbie Starlight Adventure. The animated okay. movie. In the movie, the prophecy has foretold that someday the stars will cease their cosmic dance and go out unless the one can start them glowing again and restore order to the galaxy. Shockingly, Barbie turns out to be the one and manages to get the the stars to light up again, but how does she do this? Magic. Close. No. Um. So it turns out that the stars lose their light because they're sad, and hmm. Barbie performs a dance to cheer them up. A magic dance. I, th I, I don't know. I must admit, I missed this one. I missed this one. I uh, didn't get to see. Although, hopefully, Margot Robbie uh, does a, the, the live-action version. That'd be quite nice. But, unfortunately, Kershaw, Dwight Schultz's knowledge isn't quite there. So, unfortunately, you are a loser. You lose. I, I feel this is, this is a... Yeah, this is a very suspect game today, Mike. I don't know. I feel like I won that one. I I was struggling with that one. I was very lucky to come on the Barbie Starlight shit, but uh, I'm now you're gonna have to watch it, aren't you? No, no. Okay, no. All right. Is it? Will, will even... I win? Will I win the game retroactively? 
No. Uh, Barbie. <laughs> no. Starlight Adventure. Oh, it came in 2016. It's, uh, oh, fuck this shit. Oh, you could, you have to, like, buy it for, like, $4 or rent it on. And what yeah. is it, like, 22 minutes? Um, Barbie, Starlight Adventure, runtime, 79 minutes. 79 minutes for Good that? Lord. Jeez. Four bucks, though. Okay. Four, four bucks. That's not a bad price. If you, if you have, a Barbie fan in the house? No, well, thankfully I don't. So. Not yet, you don't. Uh, don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby? <laughs> anyway, right. it's now time to get some action going. It's time to pit four celebrities up against each other and see which one comes out on top. In this week's Celebrity Battle Royale. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Yep. Celebrity Battle Royale. And... The woven theme continues from the middle of the show quiz. Uh, since I thought, you know what, this would be a fun one to do. Let's pit the four members of the A team against each other. Ooh. So uh, if you're not familiar with the segment, basically what I have to do, I give Kush four names and he has to tell me in this battle royale in which order they're eliminated and who comes out as the winner at the end of the week. Hopefully um, he doesn't, you know, cop out like he did last week where we had oh. like a- how dare there are no you, contests. How dare you? Ugh. That... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How dare all of you? How dare all of you? You people. Um, so yeah, just in case you're not familiar with the A-team, I will give a roll call, but these are four contestants this week. So we have John Hannibal Smith. Who he is, he's the guy. If you're not familiar, he's the guy who always smokes a cigar and he loves it when a plan comes together. Yeah. Arthur Templeton, Face Man Peck, who I can't remember why he was called Face Man, but I guess he was the better looking of the four. He, Maybe he that's a, it. He was a handsome man of words. He was a ladies' man. Yeah. Uh, and then we have the pre aforementioned Howling Mad Murdoch. And then we have. B.A. Baracus, a.k.a. Mr. T, Mr. Jewelry Man. Did you know what B.A. stood for? Uh, bad Attitude, but it also his name is Bosco. Bosco Albert. Mm-hmm. I never trust a man with two first names. That's... Uh... <laughs> if anything, it should, be, it should be the other way around. Like If someone if said, oh, my name's Albert Bosco, I'd be like, oh, that's a pretty cool name. Bosco Albert. I don't know. Whatever. Is that his, no, he's not. But is that, what's, what's Mr. T's real name? Mr. My name's Mr. T. First name, Mr. Second name, T. What is his real name? Oh, for fuck's sake. His name is Mr. T. Like, he changed his name to Mr. T. Like, legally, his name is Mr. Yeah, T. Uh, do you know what his real name, like, his birth name was, I guess, so we say? What was his birth name? Lawrence hmm. 
Terud. T U R E A U D. Sounds French clean to me. Don't trust him. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah. Hannibal, Face Man, Howling Mad, and B.A. Baracus. Kush. How's this fight go down? The infighting. Well, the guys get together and uh B.A. Baracus has a panic attack that's so intense he just passes out because they told him he was gonna get on a helicopter with HM Murdoch. I get on a plane. Who then gets thrown over the ring? Uh, H.M. Murdoch does by the face man, and then uh, Hannibal Smith just karate chops face man right in the bridge of the nose, uh, disabling him permanently and and disfiguring him forever. And uh, then uh, Hannibal Smith lights up a cigar and says, "Oh, when a plan comes together." The end. I was thinking because this is about Royale, there's no disqualification. So I, I think, you know, he just like lights up a cigar and then like burns someone in their face, like just mm. they tap out. That's really not his style. Ah. He always like, I know some cigars are big, but when it, I always remember in my head, whenever he would put a cigar in his mouth, it would always be like, you have to like unhinge two his two big. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Ah. Some little cigars, Hannibal. Yeah. What was his name, Hannibal? Did he like to eat people? No, he, he's that's his code name, and he's named after the the uh, the general. I forget if the general's Italian or French or whatever. Hannibal, the guy who came in, won the war on a bunch of horses. Oh, elephants, excuse me, elephants. So it's funny. It was always funny because there's a there's a a beer called John Smith's. Okay. And I always thought it was his. Didn't like it though. It's kind of like a, 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 a bitter. I don't like bitters. Have you ever tried, tried a bitter beer? Oh, I'm sure I have. Yeah. 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 Disgusting. Oh, no, but maybe if I tried it now, I might like it because my taste buds had to find. I used to hate Guinness and now I do love a good. I'm sure it's an acquired taste, but like you, you would need to be exposed to it a bunch of times before you like. Then you expect to taste that every time. Do you know, find out before we get into your movie review, right? So, oh, the single one. So look, I'm drinking Yingling Premium Beer. Okay, yeah, which I, I always drink because it's this is my house beer because it's cheap, and then. Someone left round after New Year's. Someone left bottles of Yingling traditional lager. So this is traditional oh, lager. Oh shit! Look at you, beer, and so I've been drinking this to get this out. You know? But I drank this bottle of Yingling traditional lager, and then mm-hmm. after that, I went turned over to the cans of the Yingling premium beer, mm-hmm. and it tastes like shit. Can like, it does now. Yeah, the the yeah. the one Yingling has ruined the other Yingling for me. Yeah? What the mm. fuck? That's some kind of fucked up shit. That brewery's running. What the hell? Why are you ruining each other, your own beer? Doesn't make any sense. Oh, but I'll drink it anyway because <laughs> I pay for it and I'm not getting up because yeah. I. Am I have late. to imagine it's the same as you know going from a Miller High Life to a Bud Light. He's like, wow, look, I knew it was gonna get a different taste, but goddamn, ah. Why would you drink both those beers? Ugh. Miller High Life is the champagne of yours, sir. That's why I would drink that. 
Uh, Bud Light, it's it's usually what the fatties are drinking at at the parties I'm at. I don't know if it's still the same right now, but if if you ever are in uh, the Brooklyn area of New York City, there is a bar in the Carroll Gardens area. I can't remember what the bar's called now, but they used to sell Miller High Life for like four bucks, which Mm. for Brooklyn, that's pretty cheap. So I I, I did... uh, Divulge, divulge, divulge. That's the wrong word. Um, divulge, whatever. I, I drank them. There, there you go. go. There we go. Just you indulge. Indulge. There we go. <laughs> All right, let's move this truck along. All right. It's now time for that segment that Cushy Cush reviews a movie in the segment that we call Cush's Movie Review. Cush's movie review. Yes, welcome to Cush's movie review. If you are watching the standalone version on the YouTube channel, make sure you hit the subscribe button, hit the thumbs up, leave a in the comments, let us know what you thought about the review or what you thought about the movie. This week's movie in question is. is... <laughs> AKA <laughs> International Space Station, a movie about. This, the International Space Station. This, this, I'm really struggling to come up with some jokes with these movies lately. It, it probably helps if you actually see the movie to, and then just do the opposite of that. But, you know, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Does it it's fine. does it star George Clooney and no. um, Sandra... Was Sandra Bullock in that movie? That space yeah, gra- movie? That's Gravity. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's, nice. oh, that scene where one of them lets go of the other one. I can't remember which one lets go of one of them. Uh, George Clooney ends up drifting off into space. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense because there's no gravity. Like, if once she let him go, he would just stay there. Mm-mm. She would have had to push him already away. being propelled because of an explosion. Mm. They were tethered together. They were both going to float off. Uh, and he was like, you need to grab that. I, I mean, it's, a, it's a long story. No, it, it made sense why he flew off. It's like space Titanic. So much. So much. Yeah, sure. That's fair. So, yeah, welcome to, this, about that. welcome to this week's movie review, Space Titanic. Sorry. Anyway, Kush, what's, what's, yeah. what's, what's International Space Station about? International Space Station, it is a strange, strangely rated R. I didn't find anything graphic about this. I didn't find it. There, there's some violence, but I see more violence in a Marvel movie, a PG-13 Marvel movie. Um, 95 minutes long. Pitching, um, yeah, I, I got. I don't have anything where I say I wish this was longer. I wish this was shorter. Ninety-five minutes, it's not bad. This is directed by Gabriella Copperweight. I don't know if I pronounced that right, but I couldn't pronounce it the way it was spelled, so I did it phonetically. Miss Copperweight. Um, if you've think you've heard about her before, she directed the documentary from 2013 called Black Water, which ultimately got Sea World shut down. Yeah. That's a shame. A lot, lot, lot of bad stuff happening to those those uh, killer whales and the dolphins and, and all that. And uh, she exposed a lot of the, the corruption coming out of uh, San Diego SeaWorld. Um, anyways, this is written by a gentleman named Nick Shafir. He hasn't really written anything. Uh, this movie does star Academy Award winner Ariana DeBose. A gentleman named Chris Messina, who I swear I, I know that name, but I, I couldn't point him out on a lineup. That's the third time I've said that tonight. And then... Uh, 
the gentleman from Game of Thrones that we all knew as Euron Greyjoy. His name is Palau as Black. I don't know. There's that weird thing in the middle of his last name with an A and an E, and they formed again. I don't know how that's pronounced, but, uh, you know, Euron Greyjoy is in this. Anyways. Wait, that's a real thing? People actually put that in names? I thought that was like some Elon Musk child uh, He's shit. Dutch. He's Dutch. Or Danish? He's very European, Mike Fish. Uh, Although yeah. I don't even know that Dutch and Danes are in Europe anymore. Anyways, uh, so it's real simple. The ISS is a thing, the International Space Station. Some American astronauts are on their way to meet a team of Russian cosmonauts so they can do another group uh, uh, science thing that astronauts do on the ISS. As the Americans arrive uh, after their first day, uh, nuclear war breaks out on the planet to the point where like, they're just watching through their little space capsule and the, the Earth goes very quickly from blue to fiery red. Um, immediately, both teams are sent an encrypted message saying, make sure you take over the station. Get that station for your country. And then this movie should be full of thrills and chills and who can you trust and them against that and us against who and this movie is very boring. This movie is very boring. Like I was, I was looking forward to it. It was on my top three of movies in the first quarter I was hoping to enjoy. Uh, I don't think I was looking that forward to it uh, for it to be this much of a disappointment. The special effects are really nice. If anything, I would love to see a behind the scenes making to see like how these folks are literally floating down the hallway. Um, space shots look nice. Of course, the Earth turning into a nuclear holocaust is very terrifying. Again, I'd love to see how all that is made, but the, the plot and the story it has a lot to be desired. Um, I wish, again, I wanted to like this movie. I, it's not the worst movie I've seen so far, but this is so far been a bit. Week three of the year of 2024 is just as disappointing as the previous two weeks. So I wish I could give this a better review, but it's a two out of five Ooh. for ISS. And again, Ariana DeBose, Academy Award winner. She, she's awesome. Our, our man, Euron Greyjoy, he's a, he is a fun actor that you don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy in anything these days. And that's all I'm going to leave about him. Uh, again, I don't know who Chris Messina was in this movie, but um, Mike Fish, you usually have questions. Before I get to any of those, I just pulled up uh, a thing here. Let me... Uh... Apparently, this is how to pronounce the uh, A-E sound. Okay. All right, here we go. All right. So, oh, so this is a, a YouTube video from the channel Pronunciation with Emma. That sounds like a fun channel. Hmm. So this is what she says. So this is, uh, this is her talk. You open wide, okay? You open wide and you go, ah, really ah. wide. That's the sound we need, but cut it short. Oh. Ah. 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 Don't smile. Eh? Oh, don't smile. Ah. ah. So he's ah. really well, open. Danish. Apple. 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 Facts. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> man. Hey, madam. Man. 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 That man is bad. That man is bad. That man is bad. I don't know. Is this helping me? I hope you've enjoyed this British pronunciation video. What? I will see you next lesson. This is the Bye. British pronunciation? Ooh. So it's an, it's, it's an A. Ah. 
It's just ah. It's just ah. It's just a h. Ah. Ah. Eh. Ah. Asback. Is that how I, I just call him Asback? Should I type? Yeah. Should I type please, that word t- into? Please. I'll type that. Maybe I'll type that into. Um. I'll I'll get Lathan, wink wink, to try to pronounce it. Shall I? Yeah. Why not? See what happens if I just put in that little ah. Ready? Generate. Hey. Hey. Oh, he says hey. Oh, hey. Hey. Well, that's 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 AI. I don't know if I trust that. I pronounce uh, ah. I'm gonna go pronunciation with Emma. Well, Shout out to the, pronunciation. Put in the whole name. Emma. Put in the whole name. Ah. As back. Right here we go. Right. International. Space Station movie. Let's find his name. Do, 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 do. So I can copy and paste it. Oh, that is that is a hell of a name. That looks like... <laughs> oh, I, I know. know that guy. Yeah, again, dude, he's, he's Euron Greyjoy. He was like the best villain for the last two, three seasons of Game of Thrones. Is that where I know him from? You do know. He was also... He, he's been in a review... Uh, the John Cena Jackie Chan flick. He was the bad guy in that. That might be actually, which is shameful, but that might be actually where I know more than Game of Thrones. All right, all right, Lathan, can you pronounce this guy's name? Palo Espec. Palo Espec. Espec. Ah. Ah. So there you go. This has been Cushy's review and uh, how to pronounce words. Or letters. Technically. I don't know. Is that a letter? Is is it? Can you claim that's one letter when you just smush? That's when you're cheating at spelling. Surely, can you spell this with X amount of letters and you just smush two letters together? <laughs> two vowels. No, <laughs> now I want to go on Wheel of Fortune. I'd like to buy a vowel, please. Ah, ah. And see I'm sorry, if they give Fish, me both. We don't have any Dutch words on this. We keep telling you there's no Dutch words in the puzzle tonight. But that might be a loophole. Maybe you get your A and E's come up. Boom, boom, boom. No, Vanna White. That's a push. Ah. There you go. Anyway, if you've a shit movie, but hopefully this review has been educational. So now when you go to Scandinavia and you see that little word or two letters smushed together, you'll be like, ah, I know how to pronounce that. And you just start screaming at random people. Ah! <laughs> uh, <sighs> well, fair enough, I'm feeling pretty good. Shall we, uh, shall we talk about a feel good? Should we talk about a story that's supposed to gonna send people home all feeling warm and fuzzy inside? Let's do that. Ah, uh, in this week's Feel good story of the week. That's the coolest fucking story I've ever heard in my entire life. That's insane. Can I hear it again? This week's feel good story comes to us from Japan, the land of the rising sun. Where Japan Airlines has named a woman a woman you believe it kush Mitsuku Totori Totori 
as its next president for the first time. A rare appointment for a major Japanese firm and global airlines to have a woman as its president. Now, even though, one, boom, that's a pretty good story already. Boom, feel good. Women, women, are doing it for themselves. Right? It's good stuff. But, you know what makes this story even better? Which What's is going to make you feel even warm and fuzzier inside. So not only has Mitsuku Totori become one of the first women presidents of a major airline, what mm. makes this even more special is that Mitsuko, Mitsuko, Mitsuko-san, Mitsuko-san uh, first joined the airline in 1985. What a year! The year I was born. She joined the company as a flight attendant. Okay. What? Yeah. And then 38 short years later, she is now the president. Um, despite some improvements, very few major airlines have women in senior leadership positions. And she said that she hoped her promotion would give other women the courage to pursue the next step in their careers. Right. Wow. Congratulations, Mr. Cookson. Bless you. <laughs> but yeah, it's I thought it was pretty good. You know, even I guess the cherry on the top of the fact is, is the women bit. That's a nice. But I, I, I love the fact. Fuck, man, someone literally, like you say, almost from the ground up. You know, she wasn't, mm-hmm. she, I don't think she loaded bad, but quite a tenant. Now she's mm-hmm. president of the company, pretty badass. So shout out to you. That is, um, she's a big fan. She's a big fan of the show. Yeah, that is good success. That is good success. Sisters are in it for themselves. Copyright. Love that song. It's great. Who is that? Um, I don't know. I want to say the Pointer Sisters, but I'm 100. I, I, you know, what? I was thinking the Pointer Sisters as well. So if it's not, that's really weird. Ah. Anyway. Ah. Ah. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. That's just going to be like in my head now. Ah. Uh, anyway, that wraps up. Uh, oh, it's nice. It was nice, concise. We very toy, toy like a tiger episode. We got everything in. And we uh, we nailed it. All nice right. in an hour and ten. I feel good about Get that. Us. Yeah, no. Boom. Um. Yes, of course. Don't burn. Stick around if you are an extra waffle member. Go to enjoywaffle.com/slash/extra. Two dollars a month will get you the bonus material and early, early podcast as well. So you don't have to wait till Wednesday. You can get it even earlier than that. Awesome. Um, so yeah, once we all wrap up here, we will be breaking down our top five sports movies. But in the meantime, if you do want more Kush, Kush, word on the street is that you're recording a new podcast. There might be a new microdose coming out this week. Mm. Oh yeah, we got Drew Angelman coming back to the show, and we're going to talk about yesterday's Academy Award announcements. There was the movie about that woman who's feeling neglected. And that, that, that one movie about exposing the cover-up and that one movie about those people that are down on their luck but rise to the occasion. And then that one movie where we just get close-ups of the guy's face. Crazy fucking year. We're going to break oh, yeah. it all down on this Friday's Microdose. Marvelous. But no, yeah, don't forget, go to enjoywalkbox.com for all the links how you can support the show wherever you want to be monetarily by going to... 
become an extra waffle member or just buying some sweet swag you might be able to get an abdc t-shirt soon that'd be pretty sweet uh, but if you can't support us monetarily that's absolutely fine you can support us by just listening you're listening you're supporting us by listening tell a friend share the podcast on your social media feed tell your friends tell your family tell your pets we do appreciate you thank you very much for listening and or watching uh follow me at only mike fish on twitter slash x you can follow him at cushford 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 i always for some reason in my brain i keep calling you christopher Cushford, Cushford Hayes. You called me a couple different names there. That was amazing. It was like watching was, you like, this is like go a through the rolldown. Wow. Well, Only this 134 Dave? of these. It's Dave. Uh, 134 episodes. I have no idea what your name is. Ah, uh, yeah. Go on Facebook, Cushford oh, the way, Hayes. It's, it's, it's also right there if you forgot. No one reads that. We should have like cool name tag. Like maybe that'll be a teacher. You know, hello, my name is. I should have, I should have used a fake name. I do regret that. I don't know why, but anyway, that's that's uh, my my thing. Oh, but it's a good night for me. It's a good night for me. Him, Lathan. Say good night to everyone, please. Good night to everyone, Lathan. <laughs> funny, yeah, <laughs> funny. <laughs> You're so funny. I laughed. He's never done that before. That's why. I think he's wise guy. It's because I try to make him pronounce. Ah! upset anyway until next time take care of yourselves and each other that's all folks